Hello, this is Ashik, and welcome to our Cancer Community Podcast, where we talk about things like healthcare, medicine, finance, employment, lifestyle, and everything that could possibly help patients, caregivers, and survivors to be more informed and make better decisions. With me is Freha, one of the co-founders of Here's a Cancer. Hello. And to kick off our podcast, we thought it would be a good idea to share with you our story and why we're doing what we're doing. Um, and there have been publications before on what we've done. And shout out to Neil King from Even Business for writing a wonderful article, which is like almost two years ago. Um, but let's say that this version of our story is a little bit more intimate from us to you. So before we talk about how we got started, let's talk about cancer itself. Cancer hits every region in the world and every age group. It kind of knows no boundaries. According to the Abu Dhabi Health Authority, there are about 4,500 new cases of cancer reported in a year. That means 12 new cancer cases every day. We all know someone with cancer, whether it's a loved one or a you know, a faraway relative. We've all seen what it can do to families. It affects not only patients, but everyone around them. I was really shocked recently to read about this Gulf News survey that said that 88% of people in the UAE don't go for regular cancer screenings, despite knowing that early detection is really key. And there could be many reasons for it. You know, it could be cost factors. It could be cultural sensitivities because many people are shy to go for these screenings. Or it could just be plain psychological denial about the disease. In either ways, we need to change that. Cancer is a taboo topic. So it's important that we start talking about it to spread awareness. Then what happens if you do get a diagnosis? Let's take my story Uh, For instance, in 2010, my dad was diagnosed with diffuse large B-cell lymphoma. It was an incredibly difficult part of our lives, and my dad, brave and resilient as he was, had an eight-month battle with cancer. And during that time, we had a lot of struggles mentally and emotionally and financially, and we needed a lot of information uh, related to the best treatment options and on staying healthy and on staying strong. And as a caregiver, I can tell you that it was really hard to stay positive and um, strong. And it's an extremely difficult journey to take alone. So having a strong network of family and friends is so important to that process. So I felt that there was a huge need for an online presence that wasn't around in in the moment in terms of cancer support groups. That's why four years later, when I had the chance, uh, I got together with a few of my friends to try and solve this problem. So that brings us to two years ago when we built our first app. And like many startups out there, uh, we've had a few iterations from what we originally sought out to do. So back then, we were participating in a well-known competition that's organized by Microsoft every year for students around the world. Um, And one of the categories was for students to tackle a big problem using some kind of innovation. And we knew it was cancer that we wanted to tackle. Uh, So we started doing our research. We consulted a breast cancer fighter at the time. We also consulted a university counselor uh, who was at plenty of experience practicing psychiatry back in Australia. So we narrowed our idea down to creating a community that was interested in sharing moments when they were grateful, moments of mindfulness, moments when they were giving back, moments when all they had to do was share a simple medical update about their condition. 
So all we really wanted was to encourage people to channel their social activity this way and beat depression. An agent that makes getting or even feeling better with cancer a lot more difficult. However, our biggest advantage was also our biggest disadvantage. So we built the app on Windows Phone, and because it was a Microsoft's competition, uh, which ended up alienating the majority of the UA population, given the fact that most people out here use Android and iOS. So we took the app to um, the hospitals um, to get access to patients, and it just seemed like a very time-consuming way after a while. So we started targeting events and groups on Facebook. And then we finally got our Windows phone and we just put it in the hands of survivors and other patients. And to get and we actually did get some quality feedback. So it turns out as much as we were trying to do the whole tackling depression thing, um, the bigger challenges um, and the more immediate challenges that the cancer patients and caregivers and survivors are facing were just accessing information. So where should they get a specific treatment? What financial options are available to them to pay for their treatments? Are there folks who are taking similar medications to them? Are there companies out there who are willing to accommodate their needs, like making trips to the hospital or getting extended sick leaves? Um, Can they find or are there even wigs that people could wear that are actually comfortable when their hair starts falling out from the chemotherapy. And the list is long. Um, and the, sometimes the best recommendations and advice comes from the community itself. Um, people have actually experienced it. You know, people have actually navigated through a lot of this. Uh, this also includes doctors and health insurers and employers uh, who are actively sort of supporting the cancer community as well. So with that in mind, we went back to the drawing board and focused our efforts towards building a content-based platform, from writing articles to having discussions to finding other folks with similar cancers to podcasts. Um, And we just think this is going to be the way to have our humble beginnings. Um, So we're now building out the tech of our web app, uh, meaning that uh, meaning this will be just a regular website you can access from any device. And our podcast, meanwhile, has gone live, and we will keep pushing exciting content and engage in interesting discussions. So we'll be releasing new episodes every two weeks, and we'll have guests on every episode to talk about, once again, healthcare, medicine, finance, employment, lifestyle, and everything that could possibly help patients, caregivers, and survivors to be more informed and make better decisions. So bear with us. Be patient uh, while we record and edit these podcasts. If, if you're interested in getting on the podcast and having a chat with us, drop us a message and email us at heroescancer at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on heroesofcancer.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, so we can keep bringing you content that matters. Thank you for listening. Stay mindful, mindful grateful, and, and most, most importantly, importantly, take, take care. care.